Hey, wild ones, and welcome back to Frogs Gone Wild. Episode two. Episode two. Today, we're going to be talking about the big five. The big five. Mic drop. So, the big five is a huge, huge, excuse me, tourist attraction for many people traveling to Africa on safari. Um, historically speaking, this term was coined by trophy hunters because most hunters wanted to catch this particular game. Um, a lot of people are fascinated by these specific animals' behaviors, and it's a good way to encourage people to learn about these species. Mm-hmm. So what are the big five, Mason? So the big five, our first one is our largest land animal, the African elephant. Um, next, we move on to the king of the jungle, the African <laughs> lion. Um, we have another cat in the group, the African leopard. Leopard? I don't know. Leopard. So, leopard, sounds weird. <laughs> um, and then we have the African buffalo. And lastly, me and Dotsie's personal favorites, the rhinos. And both black and white rhinos belong in the big five. Yes, they do. And we, each of these species face some sort of conservation challenges. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But we want to talk and like share about share about that's not right we want to teach you guys a little bit more about these animals specifically um we also have a little surprise at the end which i'm really excited about but (laughs) just stay tuned for that so first and foremost let's talk about the elephant okay so the african elephant is um one of the or the biggest land animal um it can be from 2.5 to 7 tons um, I can't really process that much, but, you know, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, and they don't make any noise when they are walking, which blows my mind because, I mean, obviously they step on a stick or something, but they basically have memory foam pads at the bottom of their feet that just take all of the sound away from when they're walking. Um, they can live up to 70 years in the wild. And fun fact, the most common way, or I guess in the wild, one of the most common ways that they die um, and a natural cause is from losing all of their teeth. And then they can no longer chew properly and they just slowly kind of pass on. But it's obviously once they've lived most of their lives. But I just think that's kind of interesting that, you know, teeth are the reason that these yeah. huge animals um, you know, go, go out. Um, but, and it's very important because for eating, because an elephant can eat up to 350 pounds of food per day, which is just, I mean, and it's grass. And by the way, I, you have, you smoked elephant poop before. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So both of us have smoked elephant poop before. I don't necessarily recommend it, but all they eat is tree branches, leaves and grass and grass. So it's, just comes out just like that but just brown um (laughs) (laughs) and dry (laughs) um and so a misconception about elephants is their trunks a lot of people see them as like a straw kind of attached to their face but actually they just use their straw (laughs) use their (laughs) use their trunk my bad as um it's like their nose just is really long they just suck up all the water but then they put it into their mouth and so they're not actually using it to 
drink or eat, but they use it as like a suction cup to get everything, and then they put it into their mouths. It's crazy too, because during the dry season in a lot of places, I was in Tanzania a few summers ago, and it, the at Ruaha National Park in Tanzania, the river was all dried up, and the only way the elephants could get, and most other animals too, could get water was by digging in mm -hmm, the river. Mm -hmm. And they stick their trunk down and like suck it up, and there's something that filters out like the sand and stuff, which is just crazy. But there are such smart animals too. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're extremely social. They're very smart. Um, they have matriarchs, which we love here on Frogs Gone Wild, being two females. Girl power. We love girl power in the wild. Um, and also, so, you know, there was the big crisis that happened with elephants when they were being poached for the ivory in their tusks. Luckily, we have kind of gone away from that problem and they aren't necessarily endangered anymore, but they're still are some tragedies where they are still poached in certain areas of the world but luckily they are back and they're booming um actually another fun fact of mine that i just remembered is sometimes elephants will get lazy and when they don't want to walk down a hill or kind of you know make their way down a hill which you know would be kind of hard weighing that much yeah they'll kind of just sit down and roll down <laughs> or slide down i've seen it for myself going down like a riverbank when the, it's so funny because they're so huge <laughs> i love them and the babies are so cute and babies that don't know how to use their uh, their trunks yet they kind of just like flail them around or they'll step on them on yeah, accident yeah. it's so cute and like humans how they suck their thumbs when they're babies elephants have been noted to suck their trunks yeah they do and they're also another thing that i love about elephants is how social they are and they sometimes hug each other with mm -hmm. their trunks and they just have like incredible memories and it's like family and in the family it's usually just females and their calves and men or not men bulls male elephants will be more solitary or travel in groups with just the males mm -hmm. and they use dust and mud as sunscreen because they don't sweat they do that's right and their whole bodies are covered in tiny little hairs mm -hmm. which is just so crazy and they're spiky yeah it's just they're just magnificent creatures honestly they're so perfect mason and i had a really crazy encounter mm -hmm. with an elephant this summer we did it got so close to us it was honestly we had we were our guide was like everyone has to be completely still the elephant's not showing any signs of aggression it's just as curious about our vehicle and us being in it and got you know if me and Dotsie put our hand out and re reached out we could have touched it which is just crazy it was crazy um luckily, you're like looking eyed uh, like looking into the eyes of this a ginormous animal it's just crazy bigger than the vehicle that we had <laughs> 10 people in so yeah and if we had pissed it off then we, that would have been it could have it could have taken us down quite yeah. easily luckily she didn't have tusks so it wouldn't yes, have been yes too, too but bad. she was an angry one because she didn't have her tusks yeah. so it was it was a cool experience though for sure it was oh, i just love elephants <laughs> okay moving on to the lion um wow i mean i will never forget the first time i saw a wild lion they are so freaking cool mm -hmm. and 
lion cubs are the cutest thing <sighs> ever. Like, my toxic trait is thinking that I could be friends with them. Oh, I could totally go get one and raise it, and it would love me, and it yeah. wouldn't, it'd be fine. Like, yeah. I fully believe that. <laughs> well, so, unfortunately, a lot of people don't know this, but lions are on the red list, vulner noted vulnerable, and I feel like people don't really give them as much airtime with conservation just yeah. because they're apex predators and are just known to be, like, the king of the jungle, whatever. But so, originally, lion bones were sent to Asia legally, just from, like, their bodies decomposing and stuff, and they, but now it's sought after, and they're poached for lion bones, and it's entered the illegal tra wildlife trade, which is terrible. Um, so we need to do our part and try and prevent that. Unfortunately, they have also disappeared from 94% of their historical range, um, but a lot of efforts in South Africa specifically working on game reserves are trying to maintain lion populations and grow their pride so that they aren't mating with each other and inbred. Yeah. Um, but they are the only cats that live in groups. And as you may know, um, these groups are called prides. <laughs> go love, go love it lions. That was Ooh. my high school mascot. Mason's was a wildcat. We yeah. were, we were, enemies <laughs> um but so what i another thing with girl power is that the female lions the lionesses are the primary hunters and the leaders of the pride um they're not very fast which i think is interesting they're fast but like not as fast as like a cheetah um but so they work together it's like a team effort to take down any prey and something that i think is so crazy that i still like refuse to believe is real is that Male lions will kill baby cubs if they are not their own. I know. That happened one time when I was on safari. No. We, it was so sad. We accidentally like stumbled upon, upon these cubs that were so fresh and like a couple of days old. Cutest cubs I've ever seen. Stop. We went back the next day to find them. And luckily another guide had seen previously that the father or the different male had come in and killed them so we didn't have to see that but it was quite heartbreaking to know that that happened after we saw them the, the morning before yeah that is a it is a hard part of being so obsessed with safari and stuff because you do you are guaranteed to see something that you would prefer not to see yeah because it's a circle of life that's how they eat I mean, not that that's messed up yeah. but like you'll see an occasional carcass I mean, I saw my first kill last summer. Yeah, that was so cool. You got a video of it, didn't um, you? Yes, I got a video. It was, we kind of followed along and we're chasing along with the line, which was, I mean, an adrenaline rush. And it was a pack of four cubs, or they weren't cubs anymore. They were um, just gotten kicked out of their pride. So they're probably like one, two years old. So they're, it was brothers and sisters. So they would still stay together for now until the brothers would go off on their own. But it was, I mean, I've always wanted to see a kill and then watching it actually happen and especially with inexperienced lions that don't know the best way to, the most effective way to kill and it took a while for the animal to die was definitely difficult Yeah, hearing and watching that. But I mean, once again, it was I such a surreal experience. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw an attempted 
kill on a wildebeest, but luckily that wildebeest had a guardian angel that day. But the lions, like the way that they kill is by strangulation. Yeah. So they will um, have one lioness tackle, jump on the back of whatever animal, and then they'll have another one cut its windpipe off mm -hmm. with its mouth. Um, but yeah, lions are, they're scary. Uh, should they're crazy. Should we tell them the story about what Candace told us? Oh, I don't know. That's kind of dark. We'll save that for another time. I don't know if that's our story to tell. Yeah, too. yeah, it's really not. But it's crazy. Anyways, um, females, lionesses, they raise their cubs communally, which I think is so cute, mm -hmm. which is, I think, accurately portrayed in The Lion King, just because you see, like, Nala and Simba are, like, hanging together, and they share, like, Papa, the Mufasa. <laughs> also, guys, I'm whenever I have a dog on my own, I'm, it's going to be a golden retriever, and I'm going to name it Mufasa. <gasps> That's so cute. Um, but so back to the way they hunt, they sometimes steal kill from hyenas and wild dogs, which is very interesting for those of you who think um, hyenas are scavengers because they do kill mm -hmm. a lot of animals themselves. Mm -hmm. um, the cubs begin to hunt around age one and with less prey available to them in the wild, they hunt livestock. So some villages, cows and stuff which is no bueno to the farmers. Yeah, and it, and it kind of messes with the human-animal relations that goes on in the surrounding villages because, you know, they might... They see a lion take down a couple of their cow and they are going to try and shoot the lion the next time it comes by. And they're... You know, it's there's a bunch of programs or educational programs for those local villages to better understand the importance of that line and that line is bringing in so much money to the country through tourism and it sucks that it took away some of it up some of the farmers you know cattle and income but in the grand scheme of things that line is is more important but it's not always easy to understand that yeah um back to the sad thing is there are half as many lions left in the wild as there was 25 years ago with that being said, it is very important for humans to learn to coexist with lions so that we can ensure they stick around because they are so freaking cool. They are. Like insane, crazy. I cannot believe we share a planet with them. It's awesome. <laughs> so cool. Okay, so moving on to our next big five. My favorite. This is actually, well, rhinos are my favorite, but leopards are so Leopards are cool. so cool. So leopards are our other... Um, cat species in the big five they are also on the red list marked as vulnerable um which is unfortunate because they're so cool so leopards are solitary so like Dodsey mentioned with lions lions are the only cats that live in groups and so um leopards and cheetahs will be solitary except for young um males might live together for a little bit and then mothers will live with their cubs um until they're old enough and strong enough to be on their own um so their spots are actually called rosettes because they look like a rose they're so beautiful um, they're beautiful um 
And a fun fact is their roar sounds like a handsaw cutting wood. It's kind of like rough and raspy. And it's not like your typical roar, I guess you would assume. Yeah. A lot of the animal noises are not... What you think. What you think, except for a hyena's laugh. Yeah. Even like a lion's roar. Yeah. The first time I heard it, I was like, what is that? Yeah. And I was like, that's not a lion. Have you ever heard a leopard roar? Mm -mm. I haven't either. Um, so yeah, so leopards are, you know, some of the hardest animal to spot on safari, even if they are prominent in your, I mean, they're never like super prominent in an area because they are solitary and territorial, but you know, one of my guides once told me, um, he's like, yeah, we've probably passed, um, either the same leopard or a few different leopards several times today. And it's seen us every single time, but we've never seen it. They are amazing at hiding. They love to be in trees um, or just like up in the hills. You know, they, they really are great at camouflaging. Yeah, they do not. They You will only see them, see them if they want you to see them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I've only seen a leopard one, twice. twice. I've seen one once. Yeah. And it was the coolest day of my entire life. Yeah. And I didn't even see it. Like, I saw it up on the mountains. Like, it was not even that close to me. So, I, it was, like, through the binos. I had to kind of barely see it. So, they're, I mean, they're crazy. They're so cool. But They're so, so cool. And their eyes. Oh, yeah. So they have these beautiful eyes, and they are perfect for night vision because they are nocturnal predators um, because, you know, they don't want to... They don't really like messing with any of the other cats and lions hunt during the day. And so the leopards will come out at night. Um, once again, part of their camouflage, they don't like to be seen. And once they do kill an animal, they will bring it up into a tree. Which is crazy. Which is insanely impressive based on some of the things that they can kill and bring that up into a tree. Is... And they carry it with their mouth. Yeah. It's like probably like weighs just as much as them, if not more. Yeah. Um, and they're just, I mean, they're magical creatures. They can swim really well too, which is kind of scary. Like, I don't know. They're, they're, I mean, not scary. I don't know. They're just so cool. They're so cool. Um, yeah. I mean, leopards are just magical and they're just, I love how they're so mysterious yeah and you don't so like and and you know it's a good sighting when you see one because you know you're you can tell your guide's getting so excited yeah um because they're so rare that you can never really guarantee yeah one of my guides says that he had a client who had been on like six safaris with him each of those trips being like three weeks long so lots of possibilities to see a leopard has never seen one in his yeah. life yeah yeah yeah, I mean, if you see one, you it is your lucky day. Yeah, <laughs> and oh my gosh, ow! I would do anything to play with a baby leopard cub. Those things are so cute. They have blue eyes when they're babies. Ooh! <laughs> but unfortunately, only one and two cubs survive. Oh, I know. Raising babies in the wild is not easy, especially because I mean. They have the mentality, which is, I mean, because they are in the wild, you know, if it's, if it's the mom versus the cub, you know, mom's gotta, mom's gotta go off and leave, leave the cub. Obviously that's not the ideal answer, but yeah, they do often get preyed upon by other predators like hyena, um, 
lions, jackals. Yeah. Um, but it's the mom's just trying to do her job and feed the fam. But they sometimes mom, mom leaves the cubs in like yeah. a cave or something. Yeah. When she goes out and hunts, she and hides so. them, and then sometimes they misbehave and get lost. Yeah. Which is awful, but it's part of it. Next up, we have the buffalo, sometimes known as the Cape Buffalo or Water Buffalo. These things are crazy looking. They, they have mustaches on their head. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh my gosh, that's so accurate. I know, right? I've never thought about it like that. They look at you like you owe them $3 million. <laughs> um, but it's so cool if you see them because they congregate in like herds of a hundred of them and there's so many and the babies are so all babies are just so cute every baby is so cute um but these are also herbivores like most bovines they are unfortunately a pest to ranchers which ends up with them being killed off which they are their safety is in numbers which protects them a lot against lions too. And it's very difficult for a lion to kill one of these things because they are ginormous. And they're mean. They're mean. They're grumpy, aggressive, <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah. You never know. They give birth every two years. That's something that's so interesting is how long animals We should do are... like a pregnancy baby yeah, episode. Yeah, I think, I think we should do a Mothers in the Wild episode for <gasps> Mother's Day. Oh. We totally should. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> but these buffalo, they live up to 22 years in the wild, and they are really freaking cool to see. And their horns, like Mason was saying, that's so accurate. They look just like a mustache. and But they are sharp, and you do not want to. Uh-uh. So this is like one of a huge um, gate or trophy hunt for hunters and there have been several deaths recorded from other buffalo who are not shot, like coming up to impale the hunters. And unfortunately, the hunters have died as well as the buffalo. Mm -hmm. um, we may do an episode about our about trophy hunting. Um, we don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> so let's move on to our favorite: the rhinos. The rhinos. Um, so we have, we did obviously talk a lot about our rhinos in the last episode, um, for International Rhino Day, but just to give some more facts, um, rhinos, black and white rhinos are both gray. They're not black and white. Yeah. Um, they actually can be, uh, difficult to distinguish between if you don't know exactly what to look for they have their size a little bit differently and their mouths are kind of the biggest giveaway and the way that their head structure is um and so they were they reproduce every two and a half to five years um they really have horrible vision mm -hmm. um which can be unfortunate because you know they might not see those poachers coming yeah. but they do have great hearing so they can hear you know a crackle of leaves or brushes through the grass um both black and white rhinos have two horns um and calves will stay with their moms um for about three years until they kind of go off on their own um so when it comes to black rhinos they have the pointed upper lip because they are feeding on bushes and trees and so their head structure is also kind of more 
upwards. Um, and they are critically endangered, um, unfortunate, sad, we've talked but about. But we did see, if you saw our Instagram story, there was, there has been an increase in numbers. Oh, yes, yes. Which is so exciting. We are so excited. Also, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who has donated. We have made almost $800. I cannot believe it. I like... All Mason and I wanted to do through this podcast was just, like, something. Like, make some sort of impact, even if it was just, like, $5. And I just, like, really cannot thank y'all enough for this. It is, like, makes me emotional (laughs) because it is just so special to see that we're actually doing something. Yeah. And not just sitting around. I mean, we we enjoyed this anyways, but the fact that we get to do something we enjoy and make a difference is just... I mean, thank y'all, really. It's just... It's crazy. Never in my wildest dreams did I think we would be making that much no. money. No. Oh my gosh. I remember you like originally set the goal to like $100 yeah. or something <laughs> and then we had to keep pushing it. It's so exciting. Um, anyways, on that happy note, back to our, our, our rhinos. Um, so the black rhinos are more aggressive than white. Um, the male will use their horns to fight each other or to fight off, you know, any predators. Um, and females use theirs mainly just to protect the calves and they aren't really fighting with each other. They have a long, long pregnancy. Shorter than white rhinos. Shorter than white rhinos, but still 15 to 16 months. Um, and they are solitary. So are white rhinos. They are listed as near threatened. So they have um, a larger number, but still are not doing fully that great. So we still need to keep protecting them. Um, so they eat grass, and so they're, they have a square lip, and their heads are placed more conveniently for their heads to be on the ground. Um, and they are pregnant for 16 to 18 months, so longer than the black, but um, only by a few months. Um, and they're more in groups, and you'll see them in groups up to 12, um, usually smaller than that, but they can get up to 12 in one group. It's so cool seeing them in groups. Oh my gosh, I know. Oh, I miss them. <laughs> okay, so we are going to provide, we're going to post something on Instagram once this podcast is released, and we are going to provide some places that you can donate to if you feel so giving. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let us know which one is your favorite yes. out of the big five. Okay, so I wanted to do this thing where we have an animal of the week. And we were going to trade off who gets to do their favorite animal of the time. And as some of you may know... My favorite hyena. My favorite. (laughs) Spoiler Spoiler alert. My favorite animal is a hyena. I don't know why. I just think that they are so fascinating and they have terrible reputations. And I just think we need to stop the stigma. Yeah. Against Dotsie sends me pictures and videos of hyenas (laughs) all the time. I love them. And my laugh kind of sounds like theirs. So it's so fun. You're one of them. I am. Um, The first time I went to Africa, I was on like a student trip situation and we were at this conservation center they said it was a conservation center i'm not so sure anymore but the lady was there was this hyena in like a enclosure and the lady was like yeah you can pet the hyena so i was like heck yeah i'm gonna pet a hyena (laughs) 
These animals, by the way, you need to keep in mind, they eat everything. Like, they eat the bones, they eat poop, like, it's... Like, hair, bones, ev- like, everything. everything. Um, anyways, so I was, like, thinking about that when I was petting it, and then my friend pet it, and it bit him. And y'all, I'm not kidding. I was so scared. We were all, I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like in a state of shock and he was screaming like, help, help. And then someone had to come and kick the hyena's head. Luckily, it didn't cause too much damage. His fingertip was bitten off and they thought that he wasn't going to be able to um, grow back. So don't pet hyenas. It did grow back. Shout out, I'm not going to say your name, but if you're listening to this... You know who you, you are. You know who you are. Um, I was like, wow, what a great college essay. <laughs> Anyways, a reason I love hyenas so much... There's so many reasons, but I first was like... A, these animals appealed to me during the Lion King because I was like, they're the villains. And so the first time I went to Africa, I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to see them. And then I was like, I do want to see them. But they are not as bad as the Lion King makes them out to be. Um, fun fact, female hyenas have a pseudo penis, which is basically, I guess I have to say that this is explicit content now. Um, but I'm talking about spotted hyenas here, by the way. So it's basically an enlarged clitoris. And the females are also larger <laughs> than the males. So it's kind of confusing to tell the sex of the animal. Um, they do this, or this is God's way of being like girl power, I guess. I don't know why it's a pseudo penis, but you know, we don't ask questions here. So like I said, <laughs> they um, eat bones and stuff. So they have a lot of calcium. So their poop is white mm-hmm. and you can use it as like chalk. Yeah, you can. You can. Um they are more closely related to the mongoose than any cats or dogs, and they live their grouping, like how a lion lives in a pride. Their groups are called clans, and they can include up to 100 members. And they also have matriarchs. Yeah, they that, have matriarchs. They're, ma- they're major girl power, and like the firstborn, or not the firstborn, but if in a litter, if there's a female, like the female gets to eat first, the female gets to suckle first, like... It is fully, like, girl power, queen shit. Anyways, um, they are not scavengers like the Lion King says they are. Um, Like I said earlier when discussing lions and other predators, a lot of what hyenas kill will be stolen from lions. Um, There are three species of hyena, and it's the brown hyena, striped hyena, and and spotted. spotted, which we're talking about the spotted right now. Um, they're so funny the way that they walk, like their, their butts are like below. It's just like, they're not like (laughs) symmetrical. So it's just like, they're at like an angle. Yeah. Um, they live in dens and the cubs are born with their eyes wide open, which a lot of animals are blind when they're first born and fully equipped teeth. And the way that how lions kill through strangulation, um, their hyenas jaws are so powerful that they just like bite the animal and like their insides fall out. Like yeah, like they just like kind of rip it open. Yeah, um, they can run up to thirty-seven miles per hour, which is insane because they're so bizarre looking. They're also related to an aardwolf, which we saw, we saw. for the first time yeah. together this past summer. It was cute. 
Um, anyways, the spotted hyenas, the population is estimated to be between 27 to 47,000 currently, and they are known to be the least concerned status on the red list. However, this number is decreasing as a result of poor public perception that is leading to persecution, which is really sad because they are really cool animals and yeah. they are very, very important for the food chain and the environment. Yeah, like they, they are necessary to break down all of those carcasses and bones and things. When So when these animals live in unprotected areas, they're targeted a lot by hunting, trapping, and poisoning just because people think that they're these evil scavengers that are going to kill all their livestock and I don't know. It's sad. We need to make sure that we know hyenas are awesome. Um, drought and deforestation are also affecting the spotted hyena populations by reducing available habitat and altering the food chain. Um, and they laugh when they <laughs> are anxious or like nervous. So it's like means that they're like have anxiety or they're like uncertain about something. So and their call sounds like this. <laughs> and it's so cute. It's so funny. And they walk so funny. I just love them so much. I think they're so cool. But yeah, Mason's going to do the Animal of the Week next time. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what you picked out. I know. I'm going to surprise Dotsie with it. I kind of think I might know what it might be. Oh, I think maybe. it might be a BBJ or a wild dog. Maybe. I hope it's a wild dog. All right. Well, that's all we have for you today um we want to encourage you guys to keep donating to save the rhino international um it's just so awesome that we've already raised this much money and i'm so thankful that we have built a platform that we can educate you guys on all this awesome stuff let us know in the comments your favorite of the big five or maybe your favorite fun fact um Or maybe what you want us to talk about on upcoming episodes. We want this to be kind of an open discussion between us and y'all. And yeah, just thank y'all so much for listening and supporting us and, you know, making our dreams kind of come true and be realistic and attainable. It's been so much fun and I'm so, so happy that we've stuck up with, or what's the word? We've stuck with it. We persevered. We persevered. Well, no, we didn't really have to leave. <laughs> That's a little dramatic. Um, we we followed through. Yeah, we it, did. We, we made the idea happen. It's, we did. <laughs> All right, well, stay safe out there. Stay wild. Stay wild. And go watch some awesome nature documentaries. And stay tuned for next episode. We hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you next time. On... Frogs Gone Wild.